You're listening to the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast with Chris and Garrett. Hello, and a very Merry Christmas from the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast with Chris and Garrett. I'm Chris, and this week, our holiday movie commentary series concludes with a favorite of ours. From 1989, it's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. As our regular listeners know, we here at the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast are diehard John Hughes fans. So it's no surprise that we would conclude our Christmas movie commentary series with a movie written by John Hughes based on Christmas 59, a piece that Hughes wrote for National Lampoon's magazine. In fact, the original Vacation movie was based on another piece Hughes had written for the magazine. So, settle in, grab your peppermint milkshake in your Wally World glass and your copy of the movie, and join us for our commentary of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Before I start the movie, we're gonna. I got to I got to um, I'm, I'm making making milkshakes. It's uh, okay. So that's going to be my, so we're talking, let's go to the whole, to the snack part of that <laughs> podcast. It is going to be, I'm making peppermint milkshakes with Excellent. brownie and I'm probably going to end up putting some hot fudge in it too. Dang, I wish I'd known this. I'd have come over to your house. We could have recorded this and once. recorded it live right here together. We could have oh, watched really? it one more time. Yeah, that, but I, the cool thing is I'm going to put it in, hold on. Oh, I know what you're going to put it in. Oh, yes. If I didn't do the milkshakes, I do have some eggnog that would have went in here. It's the gift that keeps on giving. All throughout the year, Clark. <laughs> it's better than the Joey the Month Club, I tell you That's, that right now. You got that right. Hey, this is this is really cool now. Okay. It's my peppermint stick. Oh. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, here we go. Okay, this is the beauty that I found. So you're li- okay. So, so I'm showing it on the on Zoom, but I'll, I'll yeah. explain it. So this is Brock's. I found this. This is awesome. Oh yeah, crushed candy canes. So I was trying to find some candy canes. They are hard to find. They are. Uh, so, but I found this. I found a couple bags of this. Uh, the cool things about Brock's. I used to love Brock's uh, chocolate covered cherries. They Ooh. had the best chocolate covered cherries back yeah. when here, back here. in the eighties. Yes, they and did. for some reason they quit making them. I don't know why they did, but it's I don't a shame because those were those were incredible. They were the best. Clark designed the uh, non-nutritive varnish that goes over <laughs> the the candy canes. So oh. for, those, for those listening, uh, it will become very evident early on. That this is a movie that Garrett and I love, and we will quote even. Not during even during the non-Christmas time of year, I believe Garrett has. Uh, and I've got it somewhere. I may actually post it. I don't know, uh, but we've got uh, a photo of Garrett uh, dressed as cousin Eddie uh, from a few years ago um, that I made into a fake uh, Christmas album cover. That was so cool. That was awesome. Cousin Eddie's Christmas classics. So we may share that uh, on Instagram. It was uh, and what was the break? It was the um, break the like the like the it's it was based after the you did it off the old uh, old Ktel the old Ktel that's what I'm yeah. thinking of Ktel that was so yeah that old Ktel albums that used to be on commercials used to be on TV all the time. 
this is definitely uh, a favorite of ours, a Christmas favorite of ours. And it's certainly, and I'm sure anybody listening to this is probably a favorite of yours too. And for good reason. This is just a great comedy. There's Garrett putting his ice cream in the blender. That looks really good. Take, right. take a bath. I don't know. It's like three, I don't, three to four big scoops, which is ends up being about half a carton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I'm not, I'm not lying. I mean, that's about it's it's amazing about how much ice cream goes into a milkshake to make it. I think you need to uh we need to post the recipe online as well. So people that would be but if, uh, yeah, I, I I like it. I like the idea of it. I even okay, I so I found some peppermint ice cream couple of weeks ago and i've already went through it like i and unfortunately i should have bought more of it but i only i already made a couple of these so they're pretty good yeah but uh but i already ran through that so i'm gonna do this maybe like the chick-fil-a way we'll see mm-hmm. so i'm using vanilla ice cream if you could find peppermint ice cream i would recommend it because it's really good mm-hmm. but i have like i said the crushed candy canes and i have and i even got a little bit of pure peppermint extract and i'm going to put us a little bit of that i'm not going to do too much because i don't want to overdo it and <laughs> all altoid milkshake right exactly you don't want to you don't want to do too much of this so you know it dawned on me that this is our this will be our last episode of 2021 and it will be it will complete our first year as a podcast so this will be 43 episodes if i've been keeping count accurately and i believe it is so this will be our 43rd episode, our first year. It's because 42 was it, 42 was Elf. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, so yeah, this is exciting. It's like, um, and then we had talked about doing a podcast for a while. And then we finally, like COVID, COVID kind of forced us to, to kickstart it because it was like during the quarantine, you and I hadn't seen each other for several months. We we're like, we got to watch a movie. So we were got on zoom started watching them and recorded them and that became our podcast and it's been a fun year it really yes. I'm, and i'm glad and this is this is your baby i'm gonna, I'm gonna say that if i had to go and be like your idea of doing this and i'm glad you did so i'm gonna tell you i've enjoyed being a part of this and it's been a fun year you're giving me some ideas for next year. I, I appreciate your kind words but i i couldn't do this without you um it's been you know especially the fact that you've got that awesome youtube channel that I think is just like the perfect companion to the podcast and um, just being able to go down to Wilmington this past summer to go to some of the locations for some of the films we actually covered on the podcast. I think it's just uh, it's a nice companion piece. And like I try to make it a point every episode we record that to give your channel a shout out because it certainly deserves it. And it's a fun it's a fun YouTube channel. And I think like just not, not just the location stuff, but the times where you've you talked about the music and just, um, you know, talking about North Carolina and filmmaking here in the state, which is, you know, obviously being it's our home state. And we have we uh, have very fond uh, feelings towards filmmaking here in North Carolina. We love it. And uh, we love it when our state is doing that kind of stuff. It's been great, too, because, you know, in addition to these commentaries, you know, we've had a couple of interviews with some folks that worked on some of the films that we uh that we've covered and that's been a fun experience with Deborah and with Barry and Lori. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I hope we get some more of those. I'm looking forward to us venturing too. out. And I hope maybe our listeners will will give us some ideas about things that maybe they want us to if you got a favorite movie that we have not covered, mm-hmm. you know, let you know send a send a message to Chris. Uh yeah, find him on Instagram. Um yep, you can find him exactly. on Twitter. 
yep. now and send them a message and let us let us know. I'd love to hear it. And then also about special guests. I would, if you really like that, I've, I enjoyed it. I've, mm-hmm. you know, really went well. We've been talking a little bit about next year and about what we have in store. We're going to keep doing some movie commentaries. We've got some planned for this coming year. We're also going to do more episodes like what we did several weeks ago where we just talked about what's going on in the world of movies. We talked about Spider-Man and we talked about a bunch of other things. Uh, And then we had dabbled a little bit with episodes focused on a particular, you know, creative personality, whether it's Norm MacDonald uh, and Bill Paxton. And then I did a mini episode a few weeks ago about Stephen Sondheim. You know, I always look forward to these episodes when we do commentaries, but I'm really looking forward to, been looking forward to this episode. I thought this was a perfect one for us to kind of close out our Christmas celebrations this month and and then it dawned on me like hey this is the last episode of the year for us because we're taking a little break before we come back in 2022 with some new episodes i don't know where you are with the the milkshake stuff but um if uh whenever you're ready we can start what is your snack for tonight my snack is a um, in keeping with peppermint is a york peppermint patty oh and some seltzer water so i don't have a milkshake tonight kind of playing it a thanks a lot garrett <laughs> um yeah i got some seltzer water Garrett just would have invited me over to his house tonight we could have well i wasn't gonna say but you know uh this is the only vacation movie that actually had a sequel so there is an actual national lampoon's christmas vacation 2 which was a tv movie that came out in 2003 randy quaid and Miriam Flynn, who plays Cousin Eddie's wife, and Dana Barron, that we talked about earlier, um, was the original. Yes. They, but I've not seen it. <laughs> they reprised their roles. I watched about 20 minutes of it, and that's all I could watch. Uh, after that, I was like, nah, this, this, nah. All right. I am. All right. I'm in position. I got the movie cranked awesome. up. Awesome. Yep, so I've got it synced up too. Be sure you have your copy of the movie, and I'm going to count us down so that we're all in sync. So, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation in three, two, one, play. Oh, sorry. My volume is way up because now. There you go. <laughs> it's up there, Clark. This song came on the radio a couple of weeks ago, and my kids were like, "That's the National Lampoon song." Like, uh. mm-hmm. and this and this took the place of Holiday Road. I think it's the only one that doesn't have that movie right. or that song in it. That's right. And that love. Lindsay Buckingham's Holiday Road. That's my. Yeah. Well, if yes, I hear that, it, mm. I mean, you know, yeah, this is this is the only vacation movie where they really don't go anywhere; they stay home. I mean, this That's is true a, in that as well. Vacation. I um, I saw this in the movie theater. The first time I saw it was in the movie theater with one of my friends from school, and we had this running joke that if a movie had an ant like if a comedy like a live action comedy if it had an animated sequence for its opening credits that usually meant it was a flop and so when we saw this cartoon we looked at each other like 
oh no <laughs> like we just were like this is gonna be this didn't bode well but of course you know proved proved us wrong this is the exception to the rule that it was a little uh home alone humor here Rent by John Hughes. That's right. Oh, then that's cool. We saw the thing where he's got he's got the can the Santa Claus one on the, mm-hmm. the electric thing with the uh, candy cane. Yep. I don't know if there's a little bit of John hint. Hughes used yeah Home Alone hints. Yeah, exactly. wearing my Clark glasses, by the way. I like your Clark glasses. Utah Carol. <laughs> well, she can sing. Oh, you know, hey, Angela, she can sing. yeah, she is. She's got a great singing voice. I love it when he does the crazy eye. You know, he gets the kind of wide eye, oh, like, yeah. like while he's talking, he just kind of, it's a nice little touch where he just like. <laughs> I think I feel, I think I, I watched a little bit of the, yeah, there it is. There it was. They filmed this, I think in. Um... Was it in Canada? No, I think it's Montana or something. I don't remember. Uh, for some reason, I think they filmed this like last, or I don't, I can't remember. I, I watched right. I, 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 I listened to the director's cut, and that was really, or it was really good. Uh, I recommend that as well after you watch, listen to the podcast. <laughs> Go listen to it because it got, I think Randy Quaid's on there, and ooh, cool. Beverly D'Angelo and the, I wonder if I have that. I have to look and see. I know I've got I've got the DVD. I just don't. I need to go check and see. It doesn't have Chevy, but um, well, you know, Chevy has Johnny. It was a couple of years ago. I think it it was it was before COVID, if I remember correctly. Chevy Chase went on tour. You know, it's kind of like select cities where he basically. They, there was a showing of Christmas Vacation, and then he would talk after the movie, like Q&A kind of stuff. Um, He's doing that right now, I think. Yeah. Well, he had to stop because of COVID, but I think he picked it back up. 
I'm gonna tell you, Clark, they hit the spot. <laughs> well, the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast. This snack part is done. I don't want to spend the holidays dead. <laughs> Timer. Um, so yeah. the that <laughs> the outdoor mountain scenes. It looks like Colorado. Yeah. Silverthorne, Colorado, the uh, mountain scenes with the, the skiing. The sledding. Colorado, man, that's what it was. That was Breckenridge, Colorado. Okay. <laughs> oh, maybe that's they so did. Fun. I said my internet connection is unstable, and that's not good. Uh, um, but I, but I think I, I think maybe they did the they did the cars. They did the scenes in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, like in the studio aspect of it, yeah. After in it, so it's like I think it was that was done after like most of the movie was already the done, movie was already done, yeah. Or the, the rest yeah. of it, the principal photography, whatever you want to call it, was was filmed. So it was like done last. I've wondered if this is actually them or if they got like stunt people that kind of to do it. Yeah. I wonder. That's that's a good, that's a great question. (laughs) That's all part of the experience. (laughs) Look at that hat. Yep. It looks familiar. It does. It looks very familiar. Now, it's, they show that tree from afar, but they don't show it with, you know, they don't show the whole thing when he's right next to it. So, let's go in the living room. <laughs> I love how to do Audrey. So yeah, you mentioned this earlier about me. There's showing this tree right here the, on top of the car. Yeah. There's this house that's probably five minutes from my house. Yeah. It's they and I. Do, I went by there today. It's back. It's it's up. He's got the. He's got a station wagon very similar to this model. Yeah. He's got a tree with the roots hanging out the side, strapped <laughs> down, and and. Uh, I will probably need to make a post on about that as well on Instagram. Uh, highlighting the, the movie, the tree root. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's just wild. That was so the house that they live in, or their house, um, Todd and Margot, 
Margo's house. That's actually Danny Glover's house from Lethal Weapon. This was the Warner Brothers back lot. Back lot. Well, yeah, I've actually was... been to the back lot, and I didn't go through this area. I was kicking myself because I wanted to see where they, where these houses were. We did it as well. We did the Warner Brothers tour, and I and I don't I don't know I don't know how if they I don't remember them mentioning this and that said I wish I'm mad at myself or not. So that was Julia Louise Dreyfus before I think it was right before Seinfeld. This was like right before Seinfeld took off. Well, you know, she's like what one of there's like four SNL alums in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brian Doyle Murray is the one. Chevy Chase is another. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid and her. That's yeah. this is hilarious. Now was her and Randy Quaid were 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 they together? Uh, no, they were never on the same the same season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now supposedly this is a. This, I, the, I read this today. This like is, the guy on the cover of this. This is something that plagued me for years trying to figure out who is that on the cover because it says like world's sexy or most sexiest man or whatever. So I've heard conflicting stories. I've heard people say it's the director. Jeremy That's what Richard. I read. But I've also heard that it's actually the producer, uh, Maddie Simmons. I think it's Chechik. I've seen photos of Chechik. It looks like him. But uh, yeah, for years, I was like, you know, before DVD, I was like, who is that? And then when I got DVD, I would zoom in on the image trying to figure out who it was. And it wasn't until like a year or two ago, I finally found out online that uh, I think I think it's Chechik. Um but I saw a couple of things that said, no, it's Maddie Simmons. And it's like, well, it could be. I mean, he would have had to have had like darkened his hair or something, but I think it's Chechik. It looks a lot like, yeah, the picture I'm looking at, it's him. It's just, it's got to be. Yeah, it says the. The what is I can't make out what it says. Something Wall Street, the man of Wall Street. I don't know. I, I should know this by heart now because I've zoomed in on that image so many times. But but it's, I just love it's just kind of they're just staring at you. It's like who is that person on the cover? I can't let it go without saying, you know, Chevy Chase was the master of physical comedy, like just slapstick, just pratfalls, just, you know, physical comedy. He's so good at it. I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean. Little shout out to Warner Brothers there with the Tasmanian Devil mug. So that actor is, um, oh gosh, what am I blanking on his name right now? Um, Sam McMurray. Uh, He was on the Tracy Ullman show around this time. Yeah, he was one of the ensemble players.
There he is. He was uh, he was also in sixteen candles. Yep. Layman's terms. <laughs> I, just, I still get tickled over that. That's... <laughs> what <laughs> what so this is uh, Nicolette Scorsese um, she uh, dated Sean Penn back in the day is that after, is that, is that post-Madonna? I uh, don't know. I'd like to see the script for this and see what how much of this was. Yeah, how much was improvised. Yep. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love how he's when he finds him, he's like perched up on the counter, pointing at things and like laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. nope. <laughs> that face, man, is like, like whoops. <laughs> Gee, really? That would not be our last 
It's a Wonderful Life reference in this movie. <laughs> I think we had this conversation before, but this scene that's about ready to come up, it reminds me a lot of the 16, 16 candles. I already mentioned 16 candles, but it reminds me a lot of the 16 candles. Yeah. Yeah, totally. With the both sets of grandparents coming in. Some great veteran actors there. And what's wild, they're very similar to like how like how the mom the mom's parents and oh, the yeah. dad's parents were oh, yeah. in 16 candles. There's a lot oh, yeah. of similarity. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh Doris Roberts, the great Doris Roberts, and there's Oh Angel. my gosh, man, she was and that's Diane Ladd. <laughs> I got hemorrhoids. And they used a they used a video uh, camera on this to get to get this the whole this whole look about people coming in and different all this. But that I did remember. I think that was on the director's cut talking about. Oh, I found that. That's the shirt. I yep. should have. I should have found. I should have. I haven't washed it yet. I should have wore it tonight. Mm -hmm. But that's the shirt. I, I found that at Goodwill. I just gotta find. I gotta. I got the hat. Got the shirt. I gotta find the vest. Yep. <laughs> what if my kids will say the same say, when's the last time your dad ever ever did anything <laughs> oh boy Todd and Margot I saw this in the theater too, but I just don't remember. Mm -hmm. It's been my senior year though, high school. And it came out before Christmas that year. I remember it came out like in November. Yeah, this is only like a month away from from being the 90s. This is like the I mean the one of the last yep. <laughs> last movies of the 80s. That's this right. is right. The cigarette. Yeah, that's so that's yeah, that's all. I think John Hughes just re 
he said, hey, that worked well and that. Let's just use it again. Yep. Okay, so that house was used for an American Beauty, ER, yeah. Moonlight, Pleasantville, Small Soldiers, mm -hmm. and they re and they did it again in that 2012. You mentioned earlier the Christmas vacation themed Old Navy commercials. Yep, it's just yeah. I heard that they have Warner Brother has sold some of their sold sold some of the backlight stuff, really? like some of their I don't know that's the ranch aspect of it. Yeah, some stuff, and so I know some there's some film location guys out there who are hoping that they. I think it doesn't go into effect for another year or so on the sale or the ownership changeover, but yeah. I'm hoping that they let people back on so to get some get some of these um, shots, you know, when they like to. I would love to. I'd love to get back. But what's wild is that this was, like I said, this was filmed in, this is filmed in L.A., I mean, this is what's, yeah. <laughs> wow. I may have saw this with uh, Jennifer Hickman thinking about who I may have been dating at the time. Oh yeah. I think I did. I think this is who I saw this with. <laughs> and I'm sure I saw it at Willowdale theater too. I think this is where I remember I'm trying to think. Yeah, I uh, I definitely I saw it in Greensboro because I was still in school there. I think that was that's my, the same theater where the Willowdale does where I saw where, I, where you and I we saw each other was the Past mm -hmm. the Future was that two? Mm -hmm. Yep. You were going to see something else though. What were you going to see with Amy? All dogs like, go to heaven. All sisters you saw the classic. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah. Why is the carpet wet? Todd. Marco. Marco. Something had to break the window. I'm freezing my baguettes off. <laughs> 
<laughs> Through the world. <laughs> Story of my life, Clark. And I like Doris Roberts' take on this. Like it's so different from <laughs> so different from Oh yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, totally. And I love, I mean, that's Such great in-laws. Great. Later, mom. Just the best. His parents are so positive. Anything, give me a holler. I'll be upstairs asleep. Sleep. <laughs> and I like Juliet there. It's like she's so embarrassed by her parents. And this no. is like that. But then she's like, he worked really hard, Grandma. And it's like she just has this, as you can tell, she's got a, like most teenage girls who want to be cool. Parents just are not. And, but she loves her dad. And that's. Yeah. Oh, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not ahead of you. I just already thinking about that line. Feed the hogs. <laughs> feed the hogs. It's like we're not at cousin Eddie's house. We gotta feed, feed, feed the hogs. It's reading Sassy Magazine with a flashlight. <laughs> Little fungus. So apparently Johnny had a huge crush on Juliet when they were filming this. I would have had a huge crush on Beverly D'Angelo. I forget Juliet Lewis. Yeah. Well, talking about Anthony Michael Hall, apparently he got into some trouble because in the first vacation, you know, she has a topless scene in the bathroom in the shower. And apparently it was a close set. Anthony Michael Hall snuck in there and he got caught. <laughs> they, they were like, you can't be in here. That is awesome. Uh Still that's a that's a full moon. That is definitely a full moon. Too bad they do a silver bullet mashup there. Clark <laughs> It's still a better that's still a better poster than what silver bullet had. <laughs> it's true. Oh 
so true story the house i used to live in in wake forest that happened to me once i opened the attic thing it flew down and hit me and i had to get stitches oh yeah it was bad i was home i was by myself like lauren was out with the boys and i was going up there to to get something out of the attic i opened it up though i don't know it, it never happened before and didn't happen since but when i opened it it came and hit me right in the head and the next thing i know i got blood just going everywhere um that is yeah it's that's it you know like they don't show that part of it it's like poor you know clark he gets out physical violence in movies like this it's always you know of course when i was telling every like family and friends what happened it was like oh i'm like it wasn't funny it was blood all over the place and getting stitches ain't nothing funny about that doesn't bother to go hey is anybody up there you know yeah yeah he doesn't he yeah doesn't hey go, stop doing? yeah he just hello like come on but yeah that makes the movie Stomping on that thing like hey yeah I'd have been doing that right away. Mm-hmm. Gotta take that back, Bill. <laughs> I'm like, ow, God. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that was. Yeah. You, said the, you said it earlier. The master of slapstick and. Yep. Physical comedy. Him and John Ritter, man. That's that's another one who was. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say John Ritter was the master, I guess, of TV and. TV. Well, yeah. I mean, since he had more of a, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, really from the. Three's Company really, I guess, was the. Oh yeah. He would have. Died. I mean, this is that is this is his version. I mean, really, that's. He did it just as well. Yeah, he was really good at it on that on that show. And John did movies too. Don't get me wrong. I just, but I think about when I think about his slapstick, I think of that physical comedy. I think of. I think of Three's Company. Mm-hmm, definitely. All I can think about is, oh man, I'm gonna patch that hole in the ceiling. Well, you know, that's I mean, there we go. I mean, it's you know, that's where he should have just escaped right then and there. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we wouldn't have this great scene uh-huh. coming up that's with the yep. music and the whole thing. So and of course that costume change right there, which is <laughs> I don't I don't have that's one of my that's not on my list for some reason, but I don't know why. I guess if somebody can, somebody can, wants to tell me where I can 
Get that. So Ray Charles. I love his voice. Oh, it's yeah, it's a great. So I guess that's a good time to mention. I told you I put this on Instagram, but I put I had the uh, last year I got the you know the face mask that's got it says Grimshaw family yeah. Christmas and I took a picture with I got the same shirt I'm wearing tonight. Mm-hmm. So showing it and I put that on. I tagged Chevy Chase on it. And I didn't think anything about it mm-hmm. when I did it on Instagram and put on my story or something and he he reshared it and uh I, Totally floored, but when I found out when he that he reshared it, I was been at my parents' house and I was having my own little moment like this up in the attic. Uh, now they don't have a video camera or a video player or anything like that, but I found a bunch of old uh, pictures of my mom and her brother, and I was looking through those. I found some pictures when I was a kid, and when I went, so I had my own little. I feel like I had my own little Clark moment up there. And then I went downstairs. I was I was leaving. I checked my Instagram and I was like, and I saw that he reshared it. And I was just like, just completely floored that he, yeah. Yep. So that was my that was one of my early Christmas presents to myself. Yeah. Well, not to myself. I guess thank you, Chevy, for giving that to me. And I think he posted a photo a few days later. He's wearing a similar outfit, similar shirt to what you have. off her expression <laughs> she's like mm. Ellen to the rescue <laughs> got a surge protector mounted outside That's right. Yeah, his mom. Wow. <laughs> this that house looks a lot bigger down the, up there than it does when it's down when it shows it from below. I love. It. 
It's like a McDonald's ad affixed to the side of the fridge there. Oh. Oh, look. It was just a She's a woman on a mission. She's going to get this figured out. <laughs> the crazy eye. <laughs> Town of Margo, they cracked me up. Ooh. She's like thinking, thinking, thinking. So his little outburst here. Um when he starts attacking the decorations. He broke uh, his pinky, right? Broke his broke a finger. Finger? Yeah. Yeah, right. Like when he was punching it, he that's why he kicked it. Because he couldn't hit it again because his finger hurt so bad. Yeah. She's like, wait a second. <laughs> she did it. Hallelujah. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> My carpet. Dude's got a concussion. She's so proud. It's a beaut. It's a beaut, Clark. A real beaut. Uh, oh. oh, this I love this, Dad. <laughs> Thanks for noticing our. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> yep, here we go. <laughs> Eddie?
this is where the movie really kicks into comedy overdrive. I don't know. <laughs> so Randy Quain, I remember I read it somewhere that this before, not not but I remember he said he 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 knew a guy in Texas that was like cousin Eddie, at least part of part of his personality or the way he talked or whatever yeah and he said that's who he based it his character on and i can see it because my my uncle who passed away a couple of years ago there's a little bit of and my uncle was a smart man is like teacher and all this kind of stuff not but he had a little bit of cousin eddie and the way his voice their their voices were similar had a little bit of that and i could and so i'm like going and my and my and my uncle's from is from new mexico uh, which really close that border Texas right there. On, uh, I love how it gets for oh, that kiss going in for the kiss, yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, it's just that's just, yeah, that's I can see it. I can, Ooh. <laughs> At some house. Talks drinking the water for the tree. The dicky. Oh my gosh, the dicky. Oh, that dicky is awesome. Apparently, now, that's another one I've. I have wanted to get this outfit. The shoes are awesome. Yeah. He's cute. Uh oh. Not 
carnival. <laughs> yeah, woman. Yeah, woman. Sweet gal. Ugly as sin, but a sweet gal. <laughs> no way. Really Doing bad. just fine, Clark. <laughs> he took my house. I took the <laughs> Grease ball. And look how there's some of those are all exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Give me somebody, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that whole thing's been that they they redo his his head about that yeah plate and stuff is mentioned in Vegas vacation I think yeah. the first one I mean that's
<laughs> Fired out of a cannon. I gotta find that code. Yeah. Old school Walmart. Yep. Bingo. I think that was ad lib or something. That's what. Yeah, I think you're right. Or that little that little part there was. He just said it. It's one of those things that. Oh, that's another good scene. There's just so many. That's the whole thing. That's all movies got. Mm-hmm. What you want to call classic scenes? These are. Yep. It's a little bing. Threw a towel in the pool. Yeah. Or was that his robe? I wonder. Maybe it was the robe. That's right. Maybe it was the robe. Maybe that's supposed to be his. I don't know. I couldn't tell. It could be a towel. Then we got another look at uh, Nicolette. Nicolette, yes. And of course, this has this has definitely from Fast Times at Richmond High feel to it. The red bathing suit, looking out the window. I mean, I think we could definitely say this was a a borrowed <laughs> idea. His nose pressed to the glass. <laughs> Maybe we can get Nicolette on the, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and this little girl has grown up. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and... <laughs> Your dad. <laughs> We still got a shaft. Sam still a bunch of bull. Look, Clark, you're just a dirty liar. You're lying to me, Uncle Clark. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna cut Kelly, Kelly's not Popeye's daughter when she did this little. So it shows you how good, like, it's a good time to mention that, I mean, that's such a sweet scene he just did there with mm-hmm. with her. And, you know, he had a, a reputation for being difficult to work with. Yeah. And uh, Chris Columbus was supposed to direct this, mm-hmm. and he quit. Um, yep. And Dave, and he, he, he said that there's some scenes – with, with, I forgot they call it secondary scenes, second unit scenes, or something that they says that they feel that are still in the in the movie, yeah. um, but which is hard to believe this. But he he was desperate for work at that time, and I mean you think about all the things that we talked about him a couple weeks ago on Home Alone episode, but he was desperate for work, and 
you know, John Hughes got him, got him in Home Alone, which was fantastic, you know, that he, that he did. But it's hard to believe that the guy was at a point of his life where his career, where he was, oh, this is, I got to be quiet. This is the cousin Eddie sing Cigar. <laughs> Love it. It's like, what? Eric Christmas. Shitter was full. <laughs> Man, some of the guys I uh had it uh, my small group we went to walmart one year at christmas probably about on a six seven years ago now and we redid this we tried to redo this scene and they filmed it and i wish they i remember he said i forgot they they like changed phones lost the video whatever but would have loved if i would have had i mean that was before you know, tiktok and reels and all that kind of stuff and i would have been hilarious if i had still had because it because because walmart still sells over old, old roy yeah uh dog food different bag different packaging but is that charity or family Some real nice. <laughs> real nice, Clark. Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, this is... So Beverly D'Angelo was 38 years old. Wow. This is filmed. Wow.
<laughs> oh dear, did I break wind? That's uh, <laughs> it's rusty still in the navy. Still in the navy. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. So she, uh, a little bit of trivia with her. She was the voice of Betty Boop. Yeah, Bethany. Oh, I can actually see that. I can. And Chevy was 46 during this. Yeah, May Questel is Aunt Bethany. And then Uncle Lewis uh, is William Hickey, um, who for a good part of his career, he was an acting teacher. And from what I understand, he was an amazing acting teacher. He started actually starring in film and television kind of late in life. Um, and... Uh, fact i think he did um he did some stuff you know going all the way back to the 50s and 60s but he became a an acting teacher but then he had kind of a revival in his career in the 80s uh into uh you know the early or mid 90s and then he passed away um in 97 he was 69 hey you know he did i, I didn't realize this but he did the voice of Dr. Finkelstein and Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Talk about another Christmas yep. movie. Yep. Uh, did not realize that was him. Mm -hmm. Grace. The blessing to say grace. A blessing. I pledge allegiance. Look at him. <laughs> He's sitting there doing the. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. I put it all up. Here's. And then, I love it. And he gets up. And he stands. Patriotic as ever. Amen. Save <laughs> the net for me, Claude. <laughs> has become a famous line I mean that's whoops <laughs> I never noticed before but little whatever her name is little Sue what's that little girl's name yeah she got her she's behind Juliet Lewis and her face goes like ugh <laughs> <laughs> here's uh... the word. 
<laughs> that little flick. Yeah, with little Ruby Sue. Her face was just like, I never noticed that before. I think she had a crush on Johnny. Yeah, I think I think he was he was cooler then at whatever age he was than he uh, than he was when he did uh, Leonard on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. yeah. So he was, Johnny was 14 when he did this role. I love Eddie. He's just like. Okay, this is going to show you the perspective on this. Johnny Galecki is the same age now that Chevy Chase was when he did this movie. Wow. There's, there's a little bit of, I'm going to put this into. <laughs> he got it up. <laughs> Get my stuff. And I wonder how many other uh, teenage boys loved uh, Ellen's out Christmas outfit for Christmas dinner. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, Randy Quaid doesn't get enough credit, man. I'm telling you, he is. He's comic genius. Oh. He may be a total loon at this point in his life. I don't know. Uh, he's had his some crazy behavior, but I'll tell you what, that is. 
This is this is comic gold right here. Yep. You can't take that away from him. I'll tell you that right now. Nope. That is. And I read somewhere that they they almost cut that scene with the the kitty cat. I, heard, I remember reading about that. But I'm glad they yeah, like somebody like a producer or something yeah, followed to make sure that stayed in. It did really well with test audiences, which makes. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Speedball back this. <laughs> Can't swim, Clark. <sighs> I love it.
<laughs> Last half full, Eddie. So this is the scene I mentioned on Instagram this week where his rant, in order to get all the lines out, the cast, as they're standing in front of him, when they're shooting behind their back, they had tag, they had cards on their chest that had the dialogue. Hallelujah. Where's the Tylenol? Where's the Tylenol? (laughs) Love Eddie's face. (laughs) I told you we should have gone to Hawaii. that's That's a joke from the first movie. Good talk, Dad. Good talk. Todd with his his bun. Yeah, his man bun. Man bun going on. Coffin, I need a tree. There's the there's the second, some kind of wonderful reference. Yep. Mary, Mary. Jimmy Stewart will be proud. Yep. What's that funny sound? 
What's that sound? Couldn't hear a dump truck or a nitroglycerin plant. So apparently, they were supposed to have a train squirrel for this scene, but the train squirrel died, so they had to use a wild squirrel for these these scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany's just there. It's like she's playing dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's like a game of play a possum. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> Got another mother down for the count. <laughs> Squirrel. He knocks his mom up. <laughs> he just knocks her. <laughs> Here comes the dog. I saw somebody had a picture of that staircase. Like that you could actually, I guess, go inside this house. I guess in one of the tours, the back lot, we had a picture right there in front of that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Demolish this house. It's a good time for Todd not Todd not to be a man enough. <laughs> Todd's already went back to the house. He's sitting down. <laughs> Knocked him out. The next day, Margaret filed for divorce.
Oh no. That's right. <laughs> Love it. He like sloshes the eggnog and he hugs it. <laughs> So the house for his boss is actually it was not on the back lot. The house for his boss is actually a real house in Bel Air. Oh wow! Yeah, it is. Uh, it's called Mansion Bel Air. Hmm. It's built in 1922, and it is it's uh, at 727 West Kenneth Road in Glendale. So pretty cool. That is actually because I was wondering, like that was on the that was also on the back lot. Uh, somewhere. Oh, ho, ho. You know, this probably is the main, but it should be. It's like, and there's a show the house again. But everybody needs, everybody needs a friend like Cousin Eddie who will <laughs> yep. go to any length for you. Like I said, his heart's bigger than his brain. Thanks, Clark. Hold your wad there, fella.
<laughs> Getting the stink eye. Little people like you. <laughs> you talk about overkill. This, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, this is definitely. Uh, it just cracks me up like they got SWAT. Was <laughs> that bulging man abducted that woman's husband? <laughs> Vulgar bulging man. Repelling off the roof. It's like, come on. We'll break down the door, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Here we go. Good Lord. So, I know you've noticed this before, but when they go, when she goes in and everybody's freeze, they're in freeze. Yeah, her hand, yeah. Ellen's hand is on (laughs) Clark's groin. Apparently, that was something she improvised. And nobody said anything to her about it, so it wound up in the film. (laughs) I would have loved to have seen that conversation between Beverly and Chevy. She's like, I'm going to grab your crotch for this scene. I know. It's like, what are you doing? Okay. But especially when she, like, lets go to shake her hand. Yeah, the shakes, it puts her right back. That's that's, That's the classic part. What's left of it? <laughs> you didn't. What a little. I beat you with a rubber hose. If I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. <laughs> if I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Now, Mrs. Shirley has done a ton of stuff, man. Her. Yeah. I mean, really has been. Yep. She has a lot of television, a lot of movies. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. She never, she never was on uh, Seinfeld, I don't think. That's a shame because that would have been neat to. I'm surprised she wasn't. I know. She's been on, I mean, so many other things. I love how he just rockets. <laughs> hey, she was even on two episodes of The Pretender. It's not... First in the bombs bursting in the air. <laughs> He puts a, it's too his toupee over his. <laughs> Cousin Eddie's doing this great, his uh, Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Early. Label. Uncle Luce is getting it with the uh, the rich woman. Sparky. Uh-huh. Yeah, you lay one on her. She deserves it. Yeah. A good woman. She can put up with your mess. <laughs> they're so good together. I mean, they're just, those all the movies, they just, they yep. so- chemistry together and a classic was born yes he did it and we did it trying to remember this the shot the dog's still there and he is the dog still there yes yeah <laughs> Frank Capper the third second assistant director who actually owned or ran and owned Screen Gems down in Wilmington. Yep, that's right. Think about this shot, like having the like the obviously it was on a crane, like having to back away. Like Chevy, you're just gonna stay there in the yard with the dog until we fade out.
stunts. I wonder which one of those guys was like uh, Chevy Chase's stunt man. Mm. It'd be, it'd be interesting to know. I mean, I know he did some of his pratfalls, but some of that stuff on the roof and all that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah there's the special thanks town of Breckenridge, mm-hmm. Colorado. Yeah. No squirrels or dogs were harmed in the making of this movie. That's good to know. <laughs> or cats. Or cats. That's right. There's the old Hughes Entertainment logo. And man, he make a make a killing. Oh yeah. Hughes Entertainment was yep. very smart of him to be the producer on this, whatever. Was they a producer or whatever? Absolutely. That was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Just as good this time around as it was the previous That's right. 1,062 times that we watched. I figure out how many times I've watched it. Thanks for joining us for our last episode of 2021. We started the Midnight Movie Snack podcast this year, and after completing 43 episodes, Garrett and I have enjoyed bringing these to you all throughout the year. We'll be back in January with brand new episodes. Until then, have a great holiday and Happy New Year. You've been listening to the Midnight Movie Snack podcast. Visit us on Instagram at the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TMMS Podcast. Be sure to check out Garrett's YouTube channel, All Things 80s with Garrett. For more about the podcast, visit our site, MidnightMovieSnackPodcast.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.